Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tech Disruptors by Bloomberg Intelligence. My name is Neeraj Patel. I'm a technology analyst on the Bloomberg Intelligence team, Bloomberg's in-house research group. We are very excited today to have Rania Sukar, the CEO of Intuit's MailChimp business and the leader for QuickBooks Money Initiative, Intuit's fintech platform. We look to learn from Rania how Intuit has evolved from an accounting and tax software provider to an end-to-end solution for small and medium businesses to Intuit's evolution into a fintech platform. With that, let's turn to Rania, and we would love to hear a little bit about yourself and your experiences prior to your role at Intuit. Great. Yes. Um, Well, thank you for having me, first of all. I'm very much looking forward to the discussion. I had many fun experiences before joining Intuit. I spent several years at Google working on a lot of our innovation in the advertising and ad tech space. I spent time before that at McKinsey working with global companies, especially in the Middle East, but also in the U.S., whether it was in fintech or in, uh, you know, working with governments, but all to just accelerate economic growth. And before that, spent a couple of years in investment banking. But I will say of all those experiences, it has been just incredibly meaningful to join Intuit seven years ago, um, to join Intuit to begin to work on some of our financial innovation to power small business success, working first on the lending side and then expanding to cover our entire cash flow portfolio and now on the MailChimp side. So I've particularly found the work I've done at Intuit meaningful, focusing on powering prosperity around the world. Oh, that's good to hear. And, and getting right into Intuit's target customer base, your business uh, focus is on the small and medium business customer. And as a group, currently, these companies are facing profit challenges, a slower revenue growth backdrop, and higher costs from inflationary pressures. What are you hearing on the key challenges facing small businesses and any changes or trends that you have seen post-pandemic on their tech spending appetite? And how Intuit is innovating to solving their challenges today? Well, first of all, the work we're doing across Intuit is is just so meaningful, as I touched on. The mission for the company is powering prosperity around the world. And we really think about that for our small business um, portfolio and then also our consumer portfolio. So on the small business portfolio, we're very, very focused on increasing the success rate of small businesses at the five-year mark um, so that they are, you know, 10 points, 15 points, 20 points more successful when they use the QuickBooks solutions and now the MailChimp solutions than when they operate on their own. On the consumer side, we're very focused on doubling household savings rates. So the mission is very meaningful and it's always very important at any time. It's particularly important at this time when there's increased economic uncertainty. But if you just think about small businesses, 50% of them fail at the five-year mark. They fail for so many reasons, but among them, the two top reasons they struggle to continue to succeed are one, they struggle to find new customers and grow their relationship with existing customers. And second, they struggle with cash flow problems. They just run out of cash because they don't get paid fast enough or they struggle with access to capital. And so the mission and the work we've been doing on the small business side has been incredibly important forever. It's increasingly important in times like this. And if you can just imagine with with the economic challenges we're facing, small businesses are facing so many heightened challenges. They're struggling with you know, tighter cash flow. They might it might take longer for their customers to pay them than it has in the past. So consumer spending is down, so they're struggling with getting paid as you know, having as much business as they've had in the past. 
It's certainly a challenge in this environment to be able to hire employees. It continues to be a challenge, though it's less challenging than it was six, seven months ago and, and a year ago. It's also challenging with the inflation pressure that small businesses face. So we are looking at this moment in time to say our mission has always been incredibly important to build solutions to power small business success. But it's even more important at times like this so we can meet our mission, accelerate small businesses. And so we're leaning into that innovation in a huge way. That's good to hear. And when you look across the small business landscape, uh, it's quite vast. Where do you see the opportunity, uh, particularly in the U.S. region? And are there any white spaces or, or open areas for tech solutions to address some of the SMB challenges of today? Yeah, I mean, there are so many white spaces and challenges that small businesses face. You know, as I, as I pointed to earlier, that success rate it's quite stark to think that only one in two businesses actually makes it past five years. And so there is so much opportunity to accelerate small businesses. And it's been an, an incredibly exciting time at, on the small business side at Intuit over the last several years where we've totally transformed ourselves to double down on solving more of these problems. So several years ago, QuickBooks was very much an accounting software, as you talked about, and a bookkeeping software. And since then, we've transformed it to be the source of truth for small businesses. So you can come to QuickBooks and you can solve so many of the problems you face, whether it's about cash flow management, in that case, getting paid faster, accessing capital as you need it, getting control over your expenses, or workforce management, or now with MailChimp, the ability to grow your customers. So we've, we've really expanded into all those areas to solve these massive unsolved problems small businesses face. But we've also expanded the, the this type of businesses we're serving to get at your question. So previously, you know, the, the main businesses we were serving were one to 10 employees, the, the small, small businesses that needed help getting set up and growing and getting established. We've since expanded to say there's a lot we can do with solopreneurs and self-employed businesses to help them get set up, especially as that you see more and more small individuals entering that space and that, that increasing in the challenges of the unique challenges of being a solo entrepreneur um, becoming important to address. We've also seen an opportunity to expand into mid-market, 10 to 100 employees. That is a space where they're not served particularly well by the solutions out there. The solutions out there are often designed for bigger mid-market businesses. They're overly complicated. They're overly expensive. These small businesses start on QuickBooks, and so we now give them an opportunity to stay on QuickBooks rather than needing to make that migration. So we've, we've made that expansion, but we've also changed the way we serve small businesses. It used to be very much a do-it-yourself offering where you'd come into QuickBooks and you'd manage it or you'd manage it with an accountant. But increasingly, we've given small businesses many different options to come in and use the QuickBooks portfolio to work with an expert, for example, on the platform through um, do-it-for-me offerings or do-it-with-me offerings as we've gotten into things like QuickBooks Live, where you can come to the platform, find an expert, and the expert can help guide you into all of your business needs, whether it's getting set up with accounting and getting you set up for success or getting you set up to manage your payments or figuring out what capital solutions can be helpful for you or figuring out what you do with workforce solutions. So we're increasingly leaning into expertise to help there. So we've continued to expand the number of small business problems we solve given the strength of the platform we're building and the value of for small businesses of being able to solve many of these problems on one platform. And on your point of addressing some of the uh, lack of solutions or lack of technology for the mid-market customer, the 10 to 100 employee customer, 
what are some of the ways you see the fintech platform from Intuit addressing that customer group? How do you look at the future of uh, small business uh, appetite for fintech solutions and maybe even a bigger uh, picture view on the overall landscape? Because it seems quite uh, murky sometimes in terms of what solution for yep. the customer. Well, first of all, fintech has transformational ability to accelerate small business success. It's so exciting to think about the number of unsolved problems that small businesses face that fintech can come in and solve. And I'll talk through several of them, but what's even more exciting than that is what we can do particularly at Intuit, given the, the, the strength of the QuickBooks and MailChimp platform and network and, and customer base. But if you think about some of the challenges I talked about earlier when it comes to cash flow and the fact that you know, of the 50% of businesses that fail within five years, 82% of them struggle with cash flow. Cash flow is a key leader, one of the top reasons they fail. And that's because small businesses struggle with many things. One is managing receivables and payables. They have a huge volume of receivables where it takes a long time to get paid. And they struggle with when to, when to make payments and how to hold on to money as long as possible. So that's one major area fintechs can help with is making receivables and payables easy. The second is instant and frictionless money movement. Money movement can be very expensive to just make a payment or accept payments, and it takes many days and it's full of friction. The third is effortless cash flow management, having clarity on what your upcoming expenses and income looks like over time and how you make decisions based on that. We see small businesses spend hours in spreadsheets aggregating tons of data across multiple solutions trying to get clarity on their cash flow picture. And then finally, broad access to capital. It is very hard for a small business to access capital. Two-thirds of new jobs are created in this economy for small business by small businesses. Only 5% of loans in, this, in the U.S. go to small businesses. So you see the huge potential there to address the access to capital challenge for small businesses. So fintechs can make a massive difference in all of those. And we at Intuit have been particularly focused on changing the game on those things through the unique solutions that we can create. So I'll give you a few examples, but on easy receivables and payables, we're obsessed with eliminating terms for small businesses. So instead of waiting 60, 90 days to get paid, we're focused on net now terms. You send an invoice, you should have the money instantly. And we do that both based on helping the recipient of the invoice pay faster by taking the friction out of payments, but also through some of our lending solutions combined with payment solutions. So being able to make invoicing available through our get paid up front offering where you can get the money as soon as you send the invoice with just a couple of clicks because we've pre-underwritten the small business. We have a lot of information about the payer and the payers on our, our ecosystem. And so we're able to do things like that. Similarly, on effortless payables and receivable, if you're in mid-market small business, you're typically spending 40 hours or more a month entering data about those bills into your financial management system. If you're on the QuickBooks Business Network, which we just launched, and you're doing business with the millions of other businesses in that network, that invoice is automatically delivered to your books as a bill with no work required, and therefore you eliminate all the errors associated with that process. So that's just one pillar of the opportunity. You know, if you go to the other area we talked about, which is broad access to capital, as opposed to needing to spend hours applying for a loan and wondering if you get a loan, in fact, 65% of businesses don't even apply because they don't think they'll get it. On QuickBooks, given all the data you have in your books, we're pre-underwriting you and pre-qualifying you in the background. And when you need access to capital, it's just a couple of clicks away. So those are some examples on the, uh, on the cash flow side that fintech can do to innovate for small businesses. 
you know, there's a lot we can also do on the marketing automation side for small businesses, which we're excited about with the work we're doing on the MailChimp front. Um, so much potential for mid-market businesses that that are struggling increasingly on the marketing side to find new customers, given all the, the changes in the marketing landscape, the fact that consumers are all over the place. You need so many different impressions. You need to manage so many different channels to be effective. And so there's a lot of exciting solutions we're bringing to the market there as well. You've given us a lot of data and information here, and it's striking to hear the 5% of capital uh, only allocated for small businesses. Do you see post-pandemic an acceleration on technology adoption and tools for the small business customer in terms of acceptance? There are several things that the pandemic did to accelerate technology adoption. We saw small businesses start moving to digital payments in a much bigger way because in-person cash payments or check payments became more challenging. And so we saw more move towards digital payments. We saw more adoption of digital bill pay because teams weren't as much in the office to coordinate physical bill payment of checks. So we did see a lot of adoption acceleration during the pandemic, and it continues to increase. However, it is, there's still tremendous opportunities, so much opportunity here you know, where small businesses, it's hard to change behaviors and patterns. And so there still are many things that are not digitized yet for small businesses. So several examples. One is that today, if you think about B2B transactions, which is the largest space in payments that remains paper-based and check-based, 70% of the transactions for B2B continue to be check. And that creates a tremendous amount of pain for small businesses. Because number one, it's very costly for the check issuer to write the check as the payer of that bill. It, it ends up costing something like $22 a check. So small businesses don't realize all the hidden costs associated with that, but it's a very manual and laborious process. On the flip side, if you're the recipient of that check, it's also super painful because you're waiting for a long time to get paid on that check. It can take you know seven to 10 days for the check to arrive and for you to be able to cash it. And then this is all happening paper-based. It's all offline. You know, you issue an invoice, it gets emailed to your customer, and then the customer then takes it, has to upload it manually into their books as a bill, and then they issue their own payment, and then you've got to go back and reconcile and, and associate that payment with that, with that invoice that you sent. And it all takes too many hours. Cash flow is too slow for both for, for, them, for the recipient of the money. And so it's just very painful. And so this is where FinTech has so much potential to accelerate prosperity for small businesses. So this is what we've been up to with the B2B network that we just launched, the QuickBooks Business Network, and soon QuickBooks Bill Pay. Because we're now able to take these small businesses that have historically worked offline, where that process I just described to you exists, and bring them all to a connected world where you now connect through the QuickBooks Business Network to all your business partners. And when you connect, all these transactions are automated. The money can move in an instant, effortless way, low-cost way. You now can see eventually who you're doing. You, you know more about who you're doing business with because we can make that clear. And so that's the future of what business-to-business -business transactions look like, is moving from this offline world to this digitally connected world where we can solve so many of the existing problems that have slowed down small businesses. So, so yes, we've seen an acceleration in digital adoption of solutions to help small businesses manage cash flow, but there's still so much potential to innovate. And we are incredibly excited about all the customer benefit we've been bringing to market and will continue to bring to market for small businesses. Oh, interesting to hear. And your point about the uh, advanced digital payments that are being adopted uh, or tangent to digital advanced payments, is there any need for digital currencies 
from small businesses do you see today, or are we so early in that, or there is not really an appetite there? You know, we see a lot of potential for, for digital currencies and blockchain to improve some of the friction in the payments process. So there's a ton of innovation potential here. You know, you can think about cross-border transactions, making it a lot more efficient. You can just think about instant money movement, truly instant, low-cost money movement. As I mentioned earlier, it is still far too expensive for small businesses to move money. It's very slow. It can take many days of disruption. Um, there's friction in the process. So yes, we do see a lot of potential for blockchain and digital currencies to to reduce some of the friction for small businesses when it comes to money movement. Interesting. And now switching gears a little bit, you had referenced the MailChimp portfolio in helping small businesses attain customers. How are you tying that together with the accounting software and your fintech platform? And are small business customers looking for this end-to-end extensive solution? There are so many possibilities here that we're incredibly excited about. As I mentioned earlier, increasingly, or, or we've just transformed the small business strategy at QuickBooks to be, to, so that we can become the source of truth for small businesses. So instead of small businesses using 20, 30, 40, 50, even more applications to run their business, they can increasingly do it all on one platform and get the benefits of unified workflows and all of their data syncing so they get smart insights about their business and so that they can get advantages like pre-underwriting for credit, for example, because we are able to see the full picture. So there's so many benefits for small businesses when it becomes a single platform that they can use to run their business. And there's a huge opportunity for us to bring front office and back office together with as we now have the MailChimp and QuickBooks brands in our portfolio. And so there's several opportunities for small businesses here. First is unifying their data, having customer and purchase data all in one place is a huge deal. And if you're a small business and you are, for example, working on a marketing campaign, if you have all the data on your customers in one place and you know what customer just bought what or what customer just paid this invoice, for example, and it's all in one place or you know how much inventory you have on hand and the various costs of the various inventory that you bought and what you actually want to move most based on your profit situation today, you can be so much more powerful in your marketing campaigns. And so we've been very focused on unifying the data between QuickBooks and MailChimp and bringing it all together for small businesses so they can be more effective in marketing, for example, or in the full understanding of their books on the QuickBooks side. But that's just one of the opportunities of bringing this together. You know, you talked about our fintech portfolio coming together with some of the solutions in MailChimp. So many possibilities there. So certainly as small businesses think about driving conversion on those emails or any other channels that they will ultimately be able to work on through MailChimp, they'll want to drive conversion. And so increasingly you see a trend towards payment-enabled invoices, uh, sorry, payment-enabled emails. I send an email and I can convert in it right away. If I went to a, um, a product and I browsed on it on a website and I just want to go back to you as a small business and say, hey, you know, we've got a discount on this product. You can convert just by clicking a link in an email. That's a great possibility to drive conversion for small businesses. We have that. As we continue to build out CRM in, in MailChimp, we've got all the payment solutions from within QuickBooks. So you have an end-to-end order-to-cash um, uh, experience within, within MailChimp and QuickBooks together. So you've got you can actually um, have the invoice associated in the CRM and then ultimately drive the conversion there. So there's a ton of potential there as well. And then certainly with capital, just to fuel the marketing campaigns of small businesses. 
So those are just some of the examples of the possibilities as we bring the portfolio together. And there's a lot for the small business customer and mid-market customer to digest in terms of this type of broad portfolio that Intuit offers. Uh, As we go through some of the economic challenges, do you see any trade-offs that are occurring in terms of the spend maybe being shifted from the marketing uh, side to more of the basic core accounting side, or is that not taking place yet? We see small businesses needing all of our solutions, especially at in challenging times like this, because they are delivering such value for them. So on the marketing side, for example, the marketing solutions that we offer are particularly important in challenging times like this, because you don't necessarily have to spend, you, you might pull back on your paid media budget, but you want your existing customer base to work harder for you. As you work on, you know, sending them organic uh, traffic, organic engagement and things like that. So so MailChimp becomes a much more efficient and important offering in times like this, because um, sometimes you'll want to pull back on paid media and you'll want to use your tools and your existing customer base and get them to work even more effectively for you. Similarly, if you think about the value we're providing on payments, the opportunity to get paid faster you know, it becomes even more important in times like this. And so we see small businesses needing and using our solutions even more in in situations like this. They'll also look to consolidate all of their subscriptions, for example, and be able to get more out of the platforms they have. And they turn to QuickBooks for reasons like that. When you have this view on the international landscape with the MailChimp uh, deriving maybe 50% of its revenue from customers outside the U.S., Uh, How is that opening the door for into its broader portfolio and the reception of the QuickBooks portfolio from this customer base? Right. Well, first, we're we're incredibly excited about the opportunity for MailChimp to continue to grow internationally. There's so much additional potential there. As you said, 50 percent of MailChimp's business today is international with very little effort. We've just begun to translate the app, the MailChimp app, so that you can now use it and you'll be able to use it by the end of the year in several languages. Um, that's a really big deal in terms of accelerating international growth. We're working to increase the app integrations into MailChimp so that small businesses who are using MailChimp in various international ecosystems are able to plug in all the different apps that they use to run their business so they can get a 360 view of their customers. So there's so much potential, and we've got a very exciting strategy to continue to accelerate growth of MailChimp in global markets. And as I talked about earlier, as you think about the connection points and how MailChimp and QuickBooks will will be better together, that creates a, a tremendous potential to also accelerate QuickBooks adoption as well. So there's a, there's tremendous potential there that we're very excited about. And being able to power prosperity truly around the world and bring these solutions to small businesses around the world and, and, and drive great outcomes for them. And it's interesting to hear and understand your company position you have a scale that's quite unprecedented in software solutions for the small business customer. When you look at your position and much smaller solutions that you compete against, uh, do you look at a consolidating industry going forward to this customer base, whether it's on the finance solution side or on the sales and marketing solution side coming out of this lower economic period? You know, I, I certainly think we'll see that. It's very challenging for small businesses to work across multiple platforms and manage their data across multiple platforms. There are so many benefits, as I mentioned, to to bringing it in-house. It's more efficient for them. It saves them time. It gives them better money outcomes because they can, you know, we have a full picture of that small business. And so we're able to do so much more for them. 
So I increasingly believe, and we believe that you will see these ecosystems emerge and these platforms emerge. Um, and so, and also these, you know, it's very hard for these individual smaller platforms to be able to make the economics work. It's very expensive to acquire small businesses. And when you acquire them for one offering, it's very hard to make the payback make sense on that acquisition cost. And so over time, we, we've, you know, as we've been in many industries and seen many verticals, we tend to see that consolidation over time. Um, and, and moments like this lead to that, 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 uh, that outcome. I know Intuit in the past has had a really rich ecosystem of third-party apps. And as you expand your portfolio offering, uh, will you rely less on some of the third-party applications that you offer to your customer base going forward? If third-party applications are so core to what we do, we're an open platform. We want to be the source of truth for small businesses where they run their business end-to-end. Small businesses use dozens of applications to run their business in each of them individually. And so as you aggregate it, it ends up being thousands of applications that matter in the small business ecosystem. And QuickBooks and MailChimp are powerful because of their integrations. So the fact that you can get a source of truth for your business, you can pull in all of your data into one place and have a unified view of your business. And so we will continue to expand the areas that we serve small businesses. And we 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 go direct when we believe we can create more value for the small business by providing it directly through our platform. But we'll also continue to off, to, to invest heavily in being a great platform for third parties to integrate. Interesting to hear from uh, the leader in small business software. And as we look forward here, maybe we'll uh, look at two areas of future aspects on the QuickBooks money portfolio. What is next that customers can expect? Requests and accepting payments, tracking expenses, bill payments. You mentioned a lot already incorporated in this solution. Well, we've put so much innovation into the market. It's very exciting to think about scaling it. So we've got tremendous potential. We talk about $2 trillion worth of invoices created on the platform. We've just scratched the surface in terms of the small the number of small businesses that are accepting payments through QuickBooks. We talk about $800 billion of bills that are created on the platform. We're just launching bill pay. So we've got we've launched so many innovations across all of these areas to provide an end-to-end money movement system where you can get paid, you can pay others, you can organize your money through our checking account and our cash flow forecasting, and you can access capital. And you can do all this by being part of the an incredibly large and robust business network on QuickBooks, which will t- continue to grow with speed. So there is so much we're going to now do to grow all of these areas for small businesses and create magic for them. You know, we can't wait to see that 70% of B2B payments that are check-based be reduced significantly. We can't wait to see small businesses have access to the capital that they need so they're no longer having to shut down, um, and they're able to pursue their growth ambitions because they're able to access that capital and grow. And we can't wait to see that receivable base, that small businesses base shrink because they can get paid faster. And as a result, they can do so many things to grow their business and keep their employee base thriving because they don't end up with cash flow challenges. So we, we have so much potential with all of the innovation we've put into the market over the last five years on the money portfolio side to just drive adoption and solve massive small business challenges. Uh, let's wrap up with uh, any emerging technology and cross-leverage of AI across the portfolio. We've seen your incorporation on the consumer side with a live expert service. Is there anything on the business side that we can look forward to? So much potential with AI. And, you know, AI is embedded into everything I've described over the course of this conversation. So just to highlight that, and then we can talk about where we're headed. 
But, you know, as you talk about get paid up front, the AI that goes into being able to make that a two-click process to be able to access capital right as you send out an invoice so you don't have to wait 30 or 60 or 90 days. The AI involved in the cash flow forecasting that I talked about so that you have predictability into your cash flow over the next six months. The, so there's just tremendous AI that we've used to get here. You know, and then the AI on the MailChimp front, where we are and have, you know, starting and will continue to invest in generative AI to help small businesses establish emails and write emails and work on their marketing campaigns. So there's have been tremendous amounts of AI that we've invested in as a company over the last several years to get us to this position. And there's so much more that we'll lean into. You'll continue, you'll start seeing more and more um, of our um, pro- of our experiences automated for small businesses so they don't have to do the more work. Much more conversational interfaces for small businesses. You know, much more optimization on the experience and the product. And the reason we're able to do that in a way that others won't is because of the amount of data that exists in the ecosystem that we can that small businesses are able to tap into through our AI capabilities to accelerate outcomes for them. That's great to hear, Rania. We truly enjoyed our conversation today, and we look forward to seeing what comes next from Intuit, whether it's from the MailChimp side, FinTech solution, or whether the traditional finance platform. Thank you for joining us today on Bloomberg's Tech Disruptors. Thanks for having me. Great discussion.